Hello and welcome to Say When, a geeky podcast, episode 21, The Marvelous Captain Marvel. This is our spoiler review of Captain Marvel. I'm Sally. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Frankie. How are we doing today, y'all? Oh, a little sore. Been doing some personal training. Trying to whip this butt into shape. But uh, other than that, oh, and a little squeaky from a cold, but good. How's everybody else? <clears throat> I am a survivor. My entire family had, like, medically diagnosed flu. Not not cold, pretend to flu. Like, real, we've been <laughs> to the doctor. You have the flu. And they all four had it, and I survived. I didn't get wow. it. Knock on wood. Like, yeah, woo-hoo. I was about to say, yeah. you better do some of that. Uh, yeah, so oh. my oldest daughter had the medically diagnosed confirmed flu managed to get over it in record time to go on her field trip, but ensured that I had a fever the day of the field trip. So I did not get to go, even though I'd paid to go $75. And yeah, it was, it was an expensive field trip. And so I laid in bed instead. Uh (laughs) And uh, I think she had a really good time. And then uh, the, oldest man child and and the younger man child both uh, celebrated their 21st birthdays on sunday so there's that they're adults world be fearful um let me think i am just now starting to not cough every 30 seconds my students the other day i walked into a classroom and i was coughing and they looked and said does she have pneumonia I was like, no, I don't have pneumonia. I'm just dying. It's fine. Don't worry about me. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, it's, yeah, fine. It's, it's fine. It's all fine. We're all fine here. Um, but, you know, survival, as you say. Survival is a big thing. Um, hopefully, though, the, the, oh, have you noticed that it's pollen season already? Yeah. I'm sure that has absolutely uh, nothing to do with everybody being sick oh my and miserable. Gosh. I mean, I was driving home today and I was like, oh, look. The yellow cones of death on all the pine trees. Yay. <laughs> Yay. But that brings beautiful weather, and I can't wait to get out in it and hike and just play outside. Yep. I am so sick of being stuck indoors. So yeah. <clears throat> bring well, it. Well, maybe if it would stop raining, that'd be great. Okay, so yeah. uh, news and notables. Uh, actually, there's kind of a lot going on. Well, sort of a lot going on. Star Wars Celebration is next month. Uh, Say when is not going to be there. Sad face. But, um, uber sad. Yeah, uber sad. But you know what? I looked today at the website. The only tickets that remain are Monday tickets. Every other set type of tickets that there are are all sold out. So, mm. and then this week at a Disney shareholders meeting, the very first footage of episode nine was aired. So nice. it's in the wild and, you know, only the people who were at the shareholders meeting have seen it, but some of them have been talking. So, you know, we don't really do uh, spoilers here unless you know, the movie's already out in the wild so much. But um, it's sounding kind of interesting if anyone wants to go hunt things down. I think it sounds really interesting. Um mm. I won't delve into anything because Melissa is particularly spoiler-averse, but um, I find it interesting, and I'm looking forward to Celebration because the Episode 9 panel is on Friday, and that means that it's going to be live-streamed. 
So I might on Friday find a way to live stream that panel and see the trailer drop, hopefully. And at least get a name for that thing. Um, <laughs> and that will be after our uh, first April episode, actually, because we have to talk about we have to talk about the Clone mm-hmm. Wars, right? Or um, the Attack of the Clones. And then we have Star Wars Celebration. And then we have the next bit of news, which is, of course, Endgame. Avengers Endgame is going to be in theaters next month. So hopefully we'll have all sorts of questions answered. And I will be able to bow out of the Marvel scene. um, Because I will be sufficiently just wrecked. So (laughs) we'll see. Um, All right. So on on the April thing, real quick, are you going to see Shazam? Me, my daughters, when we went to see Captain Marvel, were all like, "Oh, that looks so good!" And I was like, "No." So probably. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be so. I I was gonna say we're probably kicking a Shazam because that's April fifth. Because I know my boys are hounding me to see that. Okay, is it April fifth? Oh, okay. Well, cool. I might go see it. And then the other thing is about that, um, just before we even get into the meat and potatoes of this thing, Melissa mentioned it a few minutes ago, but I noticed it as I was watching the movie or watching the previews for Captain Marvel, the trailers were all just 10 to 13 year old centric, right? I mean, Frozen, um, Shazam, Shazam, um, Dumbo. Yeah, I had Dumbo. What else? Mm-hmm. What else did you? What did you have, Frankie? Uh, yep, uh, same th- same things I had. Okay, I went to I went to Cine Bistro. Well, and we went. I went to Regal. You went to Regal. Yeah, Lisa? I went to Regal. Mm-hmm. I was stunned that they didn't have an in-game trailer. No, no, I did not have an in-game trailer. I mean, I was expecting it. I was like, okay, so this next one must be in-game, and then nothing. And I was like, okay, weird. Weird, weird, weird. So, anyway. So, maybe Captain Marvel is trying to appeal to little girls. I mean, how exciting, right? Whenever I was growing up, it was um, Linda Carter and Wonder Woman Mm -hmm. and loved seeing her. And she was my role model and who I looked up to. And now, the Marvel Universe has captain marvel yep for little girls so on that note yep speaking of which my oldest really wants to talk to y'all about how she felt about captain marvel so if y'all give me just a second i'm gonna put miss pris on and y'all just chat amongst yourselves all right can you hear us Yes, I can hear you. Hello, Sally Mini-Me. Hello. (laughs) So, you went to see Captain Marvel. Yes. And what did you think? Honestly, it wasn't that bad, but there were parts I really disliked. Okay. All right. I want to hear, let's start with the parts you, let's go high, low, high. Okay, so what parts did you, what was the, what did you like, like about the movie? So, I liked how they kind of started out with where she, with, like, (laughs) where she was kidnapped, basically. She was practically kidnapped. She was, Uh right. 
You liked that. No, I didn't like the fact that she was kidnapped. <laughs> I just liked how they like showed how it was like there. Like Okay. So you liked learning about how this happened. Like how she gained this connection to the Cree. You liked finding that out? Yes. Okay. All right. So what didn't you like? I hated how they switched Okay. <laughs> I didn't like how the the way she got on Earth. I didn't like that. I didn't like the way she got onto Earth. Uh-huh. Like, you may not understand that. Sure, it was funny. She fell into a blockbuster. A blockbuster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like... They did. You were in... Before this, you were in, like, a spaceship, and you had a pod. Sure, the pod may have been destroyed. Sure, you have, like, all those superpowers, but wouldn't you at least have, like, a scratch? <coughs> like, like, a scratch on your body? Like, she walked out of there just with messy hair. How is that possible? Well, that's um, part of being a superhero. I know that. Oh, I, so so were you surprised because she she was like Superman, right? She's like Superman because Superman only gets messy hair, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what would you what would you have changed about the movie then? Were there anything you would have changed about it? Maybe she would have gotten like a few scratches. Maybe I would have changed the. Isn't like CGI? Yeah, CGI. I would have changed the CGI for a couple of characters. I would have. So you like to see more of a realistic type? Did you like the movie or not? I did like the movie, but I also didn't. How is that possible? It doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. Makes perfect sense because there's parts of it didn't you? Did you find any of it slow or bored? Like parts of you like, oh, I wish they would do something. Yes. Yeah, too much talking in that couple parts. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, you and I are a lot alike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm changing my opinion now. You are. <laughs> my mom what? is just looking at me like, what? Did, what, did, what? what did you, did you want more action or what? Or did you want more like drama? I wanted like more, more of both. So, you know the fight scenes? Yes. Skipping really far back. Those were really boring. You thought the fight scenes were boring? Yes! Like, she wasn't really doing anything. Like, I understand. She was fighting the bad guys. She wins. Yay. That's what happens in all superhero movies. At least once, because there's probably, like, a really, really small fight. Like, it doesn't really have anything to do with it that they lose because that's just life and well she did she got she got caught by the scroll remember yes when she was hanging upside down and they had her in that little contraption and were reading her thoughts yeah that made me so weirded out why is she upside down <laughs> good was, question that I, was the I only know. thing i'm thinking 
when that like my head would be like, hurting really bad if that were me i would wake up because my head was like <laughs> flip over stop so but did you find her to be inspirational at all she has an okay personality Oh, okay. Do you want to dress up like her now and get her t-shirts and buy her lunchbox? Yeah, for Halloween, do you want to be Captain Marvel? She your number one choice. If you have to choose a a superhero on Halloween, is is that your girl? No. Or person? No. I think I can guess. And we're not. Oh, we're talking about just superheroes. Not Star Wars. <laughs> Not Star Wars. Just superheroes. If you have to, if you get to dress up as any superhero, who would it be? Ooh, lovely question. Because now I get to think. Um, hmm. I would be what I was for Halloween one year. So I was a gender bent Hawkeye. Hawkeye. You'd be Hawkeye. Okay. That's awesome. That's good to know. That's 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 actually very important because that movie was aimed square at you. And you still choose Hawkeye. Good to know. That's excellent information. Yay. I'm informative. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on the movie. And, um, you know, we look forward to hearing from you again sometime. You're welcome. Now I get to go to bed. All right. Good night. Good night. (laughs) I have no idea what the conversation was because I couldn't hear y'all's end, but it was really good. She, uh, like one of the things, the last question I asked her was, you know, did it change your opinion? Do you want to be Captain Marvel now? All right. And she's still wanting to be Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Because that movie was named Square. That's exactly that's the same. You know, that movie was named Squared Her. Mm Hmm. Well, you know, what's interesting, too, is that is a child that thinks a lot, like deep thinker. And I don't have that problem. She's I mean, she's 10, not quite 11. And she when we got in the car on the way home, I said, did y'all like it? And they all said they did. They all said they did. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but I didn't really dig deep into it because I was, I didn't, I didn't want my opinions to influence their opinions. I just wanted them to have their opinions and you know, it'd be, it's fine. I don't, it's fine. So um, when she said that she, there were parts that she didn't like, I was a little surprised by that. But then again, I'm not all that surprised because I know my kid, but you know, I just, I expected a little more and I'm a little, I'm a little surprised that she'd want to be Hawkeye again because it's not like we talk about Hawkeye, um, at all. Um, well, you know, I, I think we've seen all sorts of people. Like I, I think I messaged you guys and, and told you that I saw my boss in line at the movie who's probably in his late seventies at this point, him and his son were my old boss um, from many years ago, him and his son were in line to go see Captain Marvel. And I was really like impressed. 
Um, domestically, this movie took in 153 million. Yeah. Worldwide, 455. Um, Vox, to put that in perfect perspective, said that um, the opening weekend it was the sixth largest in history, and the second largest for Marvel films aside from Infinity War, and domestically scored seventh largest opening weekend <clears throat> so it did really well and i think you know of course we can't deny that a lot of its success was hinging on people's curiosity about endgame and mm -hmm. how that was going to play into that mm -hmm. um but i mean i'm super excited mm -hmm. dr strange did 85 million Ant-Man, 57. Guardians of the Galaxy, 146 million. I mean, I mean, she's in the game. And she's in the game. And, and <laughs> I think Marvel, I mean, she's in the game. And I think Marvel did a great way of bringing her in the game. Because that last image of her by, you know, Nick Fury, as he's disappearing, pushing you know, that pager to her. Sparks an interest in Sally, who had really no idea who Captain Marvel was until this, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't know who Captain Marvel was. And so, like I said, so, I mean, I'm not trying to take away from what I'm saying is they did a great job of making people who, like, if they never did that pager as everybody's disappearing, like, that was the perfect thing to do to hook people like Sally, who would have been, like, fringe people about seeing that movie. Like, it hooked just like, oh, because like, I know this is part of a great big plot. Mm -hmm. And they did a great job. And like I, I, I enjoyed the movie. It was great. And we can dig into it more later. But $153 million, I'm not surprised. It was sold out. I, um, like I said, I got I happened to get a seat at you know, Cinebistro. And it's funny because, you know, that Cinebistro is set up to be like a, a couple's place. Mm-hmm. So I shared a love seat with a, with a lady who was probably <laughs> 10 years older than I am. Nice. But she, you know, she's 10 years older than I am. She's a single lady. And she was going to see it because of the story of the backline and because her son was a huge comic book guy. And so he lived somewhere else. And so they were both going to see the movie at the same time. And we're going to talk after the movie. So I'm, you know, sitting on the love seat. We're having, uh, it was funny too, because I got a, a salted caramel uh, bread pudding. And a glass of wine, and they walked up and they tried to hand it to her. And I was like, "You're like, oh, no, no, that's mine." Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the ruffian will have that. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. She got she got the IPA. <laughs> well, I had the traditional popcorn and diet coke, but um... I had nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And I didn't have I to am, wait like 20 minutes in line. I am like so saying. bitter about that. I, when I called Melissa afterward, I was like, well, you need to go ahead and leave now because I stood in line for 20 minutes and the line only moved two feet. And that was because the two people in front of me got out of line. We had wow. nothing. I was so furious. I was like, okay. And, and it wasn't like we were the only people to get out of line either. The people in front of me got out of line. The people behind me got out of line. It was just ridiculous. And I, I was like, you know, they've lost hundreds of dollars in this single line right here. Right so here. When I, was, when I was in um, Orlando this this Christmas, I went to a movie theater at um, 
Disney. It's not called. It's not Disney. Whatever. What's it called? Um, the shopping mall. Disney Springs. Yeah, Disney Springs. That was Disney Springs, and that movie theater there. Did you notice they had like this whole wall, like a whole wall that was just full of grab your own popcorn and started mm. in fountain drinks? See, I didn't go there. I was there to watch my girls dance, and then we left Disney Springs. Okay, so we so you could just walk down the line. You could get whatever size popcorn you want that was already fixed, and so you could grab a popcorn, and you could kind of like it's like you know this amazing thing like self serve. Mm-hmm. Like you can do at the grocery store and all these other stores now. Mm-hmm. Just go grab your popcorn, grab your um, and you just walk down the line. You pay and you go. Like it was this great. Like you don't have to go order. Nobody's fixing you. Like I can fix my my fountain drink faster than you can. Or I can grab a bottle of water. It was amazing how quickly those lines moved. Mm-hmm. Well, um, just putting that out there, Regal. Yeah. No kidding, because that just, oh my gosh, that was terrible. And I don't know why, I mean, they had four lines open, and that theater was packed. Just packed. I mean, I don't I don't know, that, but that's that's neither here nor there. It doesn't have anything to do with the movie. Um, so, did y'all like it? I enjoyed it a lot, even though they really changed a lot about her origin story um you know i went into the movie not knowing who was going to play marvel i you know spoiler reverse i didn't really do any research i don't even know if they really announced that or not because no, i didn't just, they I kept didn't it under wraps for it they kept it under wraps kind of hoping it was going to be jude law no like <laughs> everything i went into the movie expecting to see was not what i saw um but I still really enjoyed it. Um, it was fun. It was powerful. They they delivered that strong character. If nothing else, they delivered that super powerful, strong character that I wanted to see, that I love about Captain Marvel. Um, so that was something I really enjoyed. They um, answered some questions that I wasn't expecting to get the answers to, like how Fury loses his his eye. eye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it was a really good movie. I I think, Sally, you said that you didn't form a real connection with uh, the actor and or with the character. And I, I think for me personally, it had to do with two things it was that i wasn't really convinced with brie larson as the casted person in that role and um the flashbacks made it difficult to really connect with any of the characters for me but why do you think it was that that you had a hard time connecting with her as a character i just didn't care about her period okay well there's got to be a reason there was nothing you're not a Captain Marvel fan. You don't have any history or any nostalgia for her. You know so. what? If I had seen the last, if I had seen the first credit scene, that probably would have been enough for me. Um, okay. I, to me, that's what the entire movie, that, that was, yeah. If I'd seen that credit scene, that would have been enough for me. Um, I, I, you know, I was 20 minutes into it going like, how much longer? Okay. All right. Whatever. Oh, wow. Coulson got a really bad facelift. Um, I mean, and for me to notice that, 
for me, like I don't notice CGI, but if I'm looking at Colson going, dude, that's bad Botox, you might have overdone it. You might have overshot the mark. You know, I, I, I don't see. Know. It did not take me out of the. the the only CGI that kind of took me out of the movie was, and I don't even know what the proper, the the head thing that's like in the Guardians of the Galaxy, that whole like thing they wear when they're in space, the helmet mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. That kind of not so great, but everything else was pretty good, okay. I thought. It wasn't that, and I feel like I should add this. It's not like I hated the movie. It's not like I... Um, I'm up in arms about it or anything like that. I'm really glad to see a female fronted film in the Marvel universe. Cause we're what 21 in and they finally get around to having a female led cast. Um, you know, I guess 5% of the films is a good margin for 50% of the population, but you know, whatever I, it just, this particular story didn't speak to me. And I think it's because Captain Marvel has been MIA. And so they explain why she's been MIA. And that's great. Thank you for explaining why she's been MIA. But I would be more moved by a Black Widow movie because I know Black Widow. She's been introduced to me. And I like her, right? And, and for me... I just didn't get that emotional connection to Captain Marvel that I have for these other characters that I have grown to know over the last 20 films. And so, you know... Well, that's an interesting perspective coming from a female who, you know, you've voiced your opinions about your interest in seeing strong female roles filled and here we have one but you're just also not really connected to that character because you haven't seen her so it's an interesting viewpoint what about you frankie i know you're more of a comic book so yeah i was i am a comic book guy um i I, and you and i are going to be similar in in this way i think mostly because you always are no no (laughs) i mean by it's like how the origin story was uh, i'm saying about the origin story wasn't the origin story that i knew from Mm-hmm. And and that kind of and there it wasn't just an origin story about her. I don't like squirrels. <laughs> right. I mean, we've always been. I mean, they've always been the bad guy. Right. They've always been the bad guy. And for for squirrels, and I mean, and I'm kind of leaping ahead of where I want to get right now. But like the all of a sudden having the squirrels, there's a lot about like what I know about comics that mess with my head. Yeah. As far as that, so like, I mean, part of me wants to say, did I enjoy the movie? Like take everything I know about comics, girls, and all that, and set that aside, and I just look at this movie. It was an enjoyable movie. Um, Brie Lawson's acting is better than mine. <laughs> Have you seen her interviews in person? I, I, I haven't. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen her interviews in person. So, like, I just think you know, like she to me isn't this like. Like, there's something like, okay, she's being tongue-in-cheeky here, but, like, I don't know if there's... Like, her acting style just was... It's not, she's like a Keanu Reeves-level actress to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm on board with that. I don't have a problem with Brie Lawson and her acting, but let me... Going back to your point about the scrolls, when the scrolls showed up and he's like, so I'm here in my true form, da-da-da-da, I'm like, but I don't necessarily believe you. 
Like why right. why does Captain Marvel just believe him? Like, like why or like why that, does right? yeah, why does uh what do they call her? Veers. Why does Veers just accept that as red? Like why isn't she more doubtful about the story that he's feeding her? And she's not apparently and that to me is just really like for me that was jarring and so and that was another i just i don't know i just wish suddenly if you walk in your house and Vladimir putin's there and he's like hey i know you think i'm a bad dude right but let me tell you and you'd be like you know what you're right i don't now that you sit now that you're in my house and and now that you're talking to me and you got your buddy out there pretending to be me <laughs> you right. know, being my best friend when my daughter might kill her any second, I'm just going to believe you. <laughs> I mean, I just it, for me that was just hard. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but even so, I mean, it was like she just sort of accepted it, and I was like, that was yeah. a big leap. No, nope, yeah, I agree that with was that. A big See, leap. Are we sure? See, and, yeah, because I so, said the scrolls are like the scrolls are deceivers. That's the, what they are. They're shapeshifters. They are deceivers. They've always been the bad guys. They've always like like. The Cree have been, you know, kind of both sides. They've had their own issues, but like, and I'm like, now. But I wonder like, where they're going with this. Like, do you think that has something to do with Endgame? Because they're super powerful. The scroll maybe, or the Cree? Yeah, the right. scroll and the Cree. The, the so scrolls maybe... had a large empire. Like the, the thing where they made the Cree. So like, a, a, essentially, in the comics, the Cree ruled a thousand worlds. And the scrolls ruled nine hundred worlds. Like they were the empires that they the, the, the war lasted forever. They were super big empires. So, and I'm going to interject right here. Have you guys read anything where the Hulk, they banner the guy? The reason he never transforms into the Hulk since he, since Thor Ragnarok is because he's actually a scroll. Yeah, I've I've read theories about that. I that think could, I saw something about it, but I didn't want it. It could be. I mean, I don't know. But that would bring the Scroll Empire in. That could because harkening back to your point, that would bring the Scroll Empire in to possibly facilitate or help fight Thanos for them. Right. So I think there might be some ulterior motives there in switching it up a bit. Does that we'll make? Does that make help by the Scroll against Thanos more palatable? Right, it will. It because will. You, gotta give, you gotta make you gotta like them. Yeah. yeah, because I mean the the old axiom is the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and everybody is pissed at Thanos right now. So, so you would think that the scrolls would be, you know, the let's unite to take down Thanos. Mm-hmm. And right. I just I, again I, I I didn't have this connection and I don't know anything about the scroll or anything like that. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But then she just accepts it. And I was like, yeah, it was a stretch. Okay. And especially for comic book fans, it was like, what? (laughs) But I'm not a comic book fan and I'm still going, Hey, so something, something's not, that's good to know though. That's good to know. Because like I said, from where I grew up, you know, thinking with scrolls, so you thought the same thing, and because I'm, I'm still thinking like, no, no, no. I kept waiting for this. I actually, uh, the whole time, I kept waiting for it to flip. You know what I mean? I thought he was going to end up at some point to see, like, flip on her and deceive her, because I, I didn't trust him. Like the whole time, I don't trust you. And then all of a sudden they're fighting together, and I'm like, uh. So. And then she disappears for twenty years. 
because she's helping them find a new home? Are they going to dislocate whoever's in the home already? Well, I think she, I think two things. I think she, because you got to think, think with Ronan, remember when Ronan, Ronan is acting as a solo character during the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. I think she goes back and destroys the Kree Empire. I think she disrupts the Supreme Intelligence. I think she, like, basically tries to bring, has been bringing it into a war that's, you know, like I said, thousands of worlds. And so, which, you know, and that's why, that's why um, Ronan is acting as a solo character and he's trying to, you know, basically replace the Supreme Intelligence. So Ronan is the, is actually a Kree. And yes, Ronan is a Kree. Ronan has always been a Kree, yes. Okay. I thought so. I just didn't yeah. really care. So, yeah, so. this storyline was so twisted. <clears throat> I mean, you know, she originally gains her powers through a relationship with the uh, Marvel. <clears throat> I had, I had where to there's an explosion that. and their DNA is like fused together. Um, but then, you know, in the movie, the, what was it? The, uh, what was it called? What was it called? Oh my gosh. The light speed engine exposes yeah. her to the energy of the Tesseract. And that's how she gets her power. And then for some reason she, she has a blood it. transfusion from well, the crew. She has, she does have the blood transfusion from the Jude Law character, which, you know, um, sorts out i guess those powers because she absorbs all the power from that tesseract which could according to that article you sent us frankie have an impact in in game in terms of her power comes from the tesseract but which is now a teeny little chip in thanos's you know brass it knuckles be, it'd be one six she'd be mm -hmm. one six as strong mm -hmm. at best so but i I, I here's my thing. I know that this movie has gotten a lot of like praise. Oh, it's wonderful that she doesn't have a love interest. Blah 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 blah. Okay, you know it's a completely legitimate choice to have her not have a love interest, it, especially with the way they sorted out her backstory and all that stuff. Whatever, fine, I don't care. But having a woman as a lead does not mean that her having a love interest makes her weak or less than. And it, because it just seems like with all this praise being heaped for her not having a love interest, it's like, so if she has a love interest, it makes her weaker. That's horse crap. So, well, I, I mean, I just, originally just, her mm. love interest was Marvell. I know, and and but which again, I also thought was going to be Jude Law, by the way. Yeah, I did that. too. Yeah, I, I but, actually did not, but I did. But again, I didn't. I didn't care that much to like, but I didn't think that because I'd seen something like he was. I've been seeing it too. Like one of our one of our fans, um, her comment was, "I adore." There's absolutely no love interest. She's a total badass. And no dude bro is going to hold her down. <clears throat> that was from one of our listeners. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Just because you have a love interest doesn't mean that a dude bro is going to hold you down. If you have a legit love interest who's worth your love, he's not going to hold you down. That's such horse that's crap. That's just it, isn't it? Finding that is one that's horse not crap. going to hold you down. Which does tend to happen sometimes. Then you're making uh, bad choices. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that happens too. Or you're deceived or you're manipulated, which also happens. <laughs> but now we're getting personal. So No, no, you might be. I'm not. I'm just no, saying I am. <laughs> I'm just saying that like okay, let's compare this to <coughs> excuse me, Wonder Woman. Yeah. From a couple years ago. I feel like that's a fairly legitimate comparison point in terms of female led superhero movie, right? Mm-hmm. So many people bitched and moaned because she was in love with Steve Trevor. How does that make her less than? It doesn't. She, it doesn't. And and now it's like these same people are like, Oh, this is wonderful. Captain Marvel doesn't have a love interest. It's completely legit for her not to have a love interest. I'm totally fine with her not having a love interest. I'm just saying it's a stupid thing to be like harping on. That's what I'm saying. And I am not going to regret that. Well, I don't think it's stupid. I have to disagree I think it's stupid. I think it's wonderful. I think it's stupid to be harping on it. Not that it's a bad choice. I think it's stupid to be harping on it as as if this makes it a great movie. You do not have to have a man to be great. Right. But then again, it furthers this idea somehow that a love interest... It, it furthers this idea that if you have a love interest, you're weaker. And that's my malfunction. Because it, it gives that sort of like, oh, well, if you're a woman and you have a love interest, therefore um, the man becomes more important. It sort of furthers that stereotype. And that's annoying to me. I'm not saying that Captain Marvel should have had a love interest. I don't actually think she should have in this iteration of the story. I don't think she should have. I don't. But I just get irritated when I hear all this noise about how wonderful it was that she didn't. It's like, okay, it's fine that she didn't, but it's really not this wonderful thing that that makes the movie. And so many people are harping on it like it makes the movie, and I don't think it does. But Well, everybody has their opinion of what made the movie for them. Um, that's not necessarily what stood out to me. And you know what? Uh, to me, it was just how powerful in general she was. And when I think of a superhero, I want them to actually have power. And the more powerful, the better. You know, I, I love Batman, but he's not a superhero to me. He's just a rich guy with a lot of gadgets. And so when I ask somebody, if you could have any superpower, what would you have? <clears throat> I, I love to hear the bigger, the better. Or if you could be any superhero, when I hear someone say they want to be Batman, I'm like, he's not a superhero. Not really. <laughs> you know, I mean, anybody could be Batman if they have enough money. But Captain Marvel, she's a superhero. She is strong and she is awesome and she is powerful. And that is what I love about Captain Marvel. Like, to be able to just fly in space. I think my malfunction is I can't find anything in her to relate to. Well, I can't either because I certainly don't have that kind of power. But would I like to? Yes. Is it a fantasy? Absolutely. Like, but, but do you see what I'm saying? Though? Like, I can find things to relate to with Wonder Woman. I can't find anything to relate to with Captain Marvel. So, so mean, you didn't think... I thought they were making a direct appeal to people about, and I'm just going to say people here, um, about getting knocked down and getting back up. 
Well, yes, there was a lot of that. We see that when she's a little girl, how she just, Mm -hmm. that is the lesson I think that you take away from this movie. It's like no matter how many times you get knocked down, you just keep on getting back up. Because that's the measure of a person is not, you know, what knocks you down is if you get what, what you can get back up from. Yeah. And um, the only comment that is about the love interest. I, I, the only thing I can say is I didn't, I didn't think of that until I just heard you two. <laughs> it really didn't cross my radar. I didn't like. It has been all over. <laughs> well, see, that's just it because I don't, I don't read that right. I just, I go like. I read comic books and I watch movies. And so um, I didn't think about that. Her, her having it. The only thing, you know, I will say like a couple of times, I wondered if, um, what's her, you know, Jude Law was going to be like a pseudo love interest for a little bit. You know, because she gets up, she wakes him up at six o'clock in the morning. She goes to him to fight him. And then actually a colleague, when I was sitting and eating lunch today, she said to me, she goes, um, I can't think of her, what was her best friend, the other pilot's name? Her daughter was Monica. What was her name? Oh crap! See, she said to me, "She said, hey, do you think do you think they were a couple?'" I didn't yeah, get that I've involved. read. I've read that. And oh. I just was, and I looked, and I was like, Ugh. and I, and I, you know, I'm like, see, I didn't get that vibe because I have a best friend. Yeah. And I. I and, and that's what, and I said, just looked at it. I was like, I didn't think about them being in a relationship either i used like and like i said I, when i was originally started it's like i had to look at this i had to put my previous knowledge about captain marvel and scroll especially scrolls away because it wasn't you know it was so loosely based on what i know about her and things maria and just, was her best friend by the way yeah and just what did i think about her as a you know what did i think about this movie I enjoyed the movie. See, I, I didn't the, see. That's what it, one of my friends said was, man, Captain Marvel was fun. It's almost like reviews don't matter. That I think is the, and that was from a guy who's in his twenties. You know, I think it was just a fun movie. Right. For a lot of people. It was action packed. Mm-hmm. It was it action packed. Like nostalgia. It had nostalgia factor for, for those of us. The soundtrack was the best part of that movie. Oh, soundtrack the soundtrack killer. I, I love the okay. soundtrack because we're night we're nineties people, right? We get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I was, was the best part of the movie. Yeah, a lot of those songs mm-hmm. during the movie, and I'm sure like my my date wanted to like punch me probably, but. <laughs> but don't. What's what you get for going out with twenty year old guys? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was. It was a lot of fun. I love the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack. And is the best I mean, her Nine Inch Nails t-shirt. Yeah, and ripped jeans. I kind of wanted that Nine Inch Nails t-shirt actually. I did too. But That's I, awesome. But I, I just was kind of bored. There were parts, and that's why I actually. Just that's, bored. Why, that's why. I, that's why I asked your mini me. I said, Boy, "Did you ever find parts of it slow or boring?" I asked her. There were parts of it. I was like, "All right, you need to. You need to move it along." Here. What did she say? She said yes. And that was actually when she flipped. She said, I may change my opinion of the movie. Because <laughs> there were parts of it that I was like, I was like, you guys need to speed some things up here. Or give me a little something. Chop, chop. Yeah, there were some slow parts, but you know, it can't all be action. But I think it, they could have done a better job of 
building a connection to the characters during those slow parts. <clears throat> I mean, um, I, I think by the time she shows up and she starts talking to Maria and you start actually seeing like a, a connection there. Yeah. Then, then, then I'm, almost wish there was they had done that first you know like they had shown her life first Mm -hmm. so i could have cared about her life i could have cared about her but the way they did it it just (sighs) but let's talk about that like um so monica rambo in this movie was how old tennis approximately yeah and um, by the time Endgame rolls around, she's going to be... 25-ish? 25-ish. Or more, and, right. She um, might be older than that. More 30? So maybe it's possible... 30-ish? We might see her in Endgame as mm-hmm. one of her roles. Mm-hmm. Photon or Pulsar or Spectrum or one of those characters. Mm-hmm. So that could be fun. <clears throat> Assuming she survived the snap. Assuming. Yep, we don't know that. And she may not have. And if she didn't, she's probably ticked because her mom probably didn't. It would be... So, did I... Yeah. I don't know. It'd be great because... Who do they have? An African-American woman character they can draw on, not from Black Panther. I don't know. I haven't heard any casting news because out I, I of just, Endgame that likes. And that here's the thing about Endgame too. I think part of Endgame is about culling down those original Avengers. It's more about culling the cast than it is about expanding <laughs> it at this point. So they may leave her for the end credit scene. Where, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a credit scene and you see her or something like that talking to Captain Marvel. Because assuming, I would assume Captain Marvel will survive this. Um, so, I, I don't I don't have a good answer or anything like that. But I, I could see that as a potential uh, Avenger for the future. I, I liked, I, I, I like some of the Easter eggs. You know, I like the fact that um, Avenger was Carol Danvers, uh call sign thought that was cool um and it, and it you know it, there were things I, I mean i liked about the movies there were some laugh out loud moments that i liked about the movie th- things that i thought were legitimately funny and you know i just said i liked the soundtrack so it's not that i despise the movie it's not that i'm never going to see it again it's just i in the end it was just sort of forgettable for me which makes me a little sad but and you know what? It's actually fine because I think that it would be good for there to be kind of forgettable female-led superhero movies, and they still make more of them because there've been plenty of male-led oh, superhero be, movies that have been forgettable, I and think, they make more of them. I, I think it's great. Definitely be a sequel with that kind of money that was brought oh, in. Yeah. I mean, I can't the, imagine there won't the, be. The bottom line on all of this. I think that people need to understand is that Disney cares about the numbers. And Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter if the property is Marvel or Star Wars or Frozen. If it brings in the money, they're going to make another one. That's where Disney's brilliant because they've already set it up. 
Hmm? What is she, the, the, the movies can be, you know, Captain Marvel's movies can be the 20 years from when she left in her first movie to mm-hmm. going back and attacking the Kree mm-hmm. and helping this I, girl. I, that know, was one of the complaints um, from my date is like, where's she been? They didn't really explain that very well. well what did he want, an encyclopedia? Other than that, you know, not to call her unless it was an emergency, but he had the ability to call her whenever all this battle was going down with Thanos and he doesn't call her until but the But he end. doesn't know it necessarily, <laughs> does he? Does he necessarily He doesn't know? know that... He doesn't know the Avengers and everybody's fighting Thanos. He knows the people are showing up on Earth, but he also sees... The, because I mean, how is that I, different? What, yeah, here's what we think. I think they set it up well because she said in, in the earlier scene when she's like, you know, this is for emergencies because you paid your boss right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, she, you know, they, they set up where like, hey, you know, this, you do not page me. You do not just page me. Mm-hmm. You, and you know, like you, you sent your message to the boss. You were very quick to send your message to the boss. So I think they, they kind of set that up well, like, all right, listen, you made the mis- mis- mistake here too early and um and i think that's why they set it up okay he doesn't call it till the very 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 end like if things had gotten worse like if if they hadn't been able to fight off the the whatever's in the first avengers when they were coming down if they hadn't been able to fight the, the chitauri if they hadn't been able to fight off the chitauri then he would have called her right yeah, but, but see, they were able to fight him no off idea. Yeah, but fury has no idea what happened in wakanda no, no, no. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that that why didn't why didn't he call her in Avengers Avengers Assemble because they were able to fight off the Chitari. If they hadn't right. been able to stop the Chitari, then he would have called her. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yeah. And with regards to this, she tells him where she's going. She says, "I'm going to go help these guys find a home world." And so I took it as read that that's what she had been doing for the last 15, 20 years is finding these sh- scroll, right? A home world. So that's what she's been doing for 20 years. I don't know what your date was. He not paying attention. I don't know. Be nice. Well, maybe he wasn't. Yeah, Sally. <laughs> he was paying attention. All right. So other complaints I've heard about the movie was um, the casting, which I was a little, like I've already mentioned, I was a little disappointed in um, from Eddie P. He said um, he was disappointed in the casting of Brie Larson, who wasn't as voluptuous as the comic book version. Oh, he didn't want a real woman to do it. Captain Marvel. Did he, did he want, you know, Barbie doll to do it? Did he want a woman with fake boobs to do it? No, he wanted, I think, the larger hips, the wider hips. You're going straight to the negative. But I, I think he wanted a more curvy woman and less of a athletic woman. But because that's what we, we've seen in the comic books is more of a curvy woman. So Okay, well, with the backstory that they gave her, um, if you are a test pilot for the Air Force, pretty sure you're yeah. in pretty good shape. Well, I mean... Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel comic book was not in bad shape. I don't she's know that. I don't, I don't. Curvy. Right. But what I'm saying is you, when I say you're in pretty good shape, I mean, you have ridiculously low body fat because well, you can't. Well, I mean, it's just, yeah, a pilot is typically short. 
and um, they have to fit in the cockpit, right? Well, and and let me promise you, uh, if you weigh more than 165, 170, you're probably not going to fit comfortably in the cockpit of a test pilot plane. So I just, okay. I don't know. I just don't see, I don't, if they're going to give her the backstory that they gave her, they needed to have someone who, who fit the uniform. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't think she was a bad actress. I didn't think she did a bad job. I just, you know. I don't think she's a horrible actress. I've seen a lot of her interviews in person and she's kind of flaky in person. Just, she reminds me of, I love Keanu Reeves, but I agree with Frankie. She kind of reminds me of Keanu Reeves. Just not very, it's hard to take her seriously. And, um, and her acting kind of came across the same way on big screen to me, but I didn't get that, but yeah, that's fine. She, she did a good job. It wasn't bad. I mean, it didn't take me out of the movie or anything. How's this? How's this, Sally? Because you usually didn't connect to her. I think. Think about like Sean Penn as an actor, or I try um, not to. Or like I'm trying maybe Meryl Streep, or you know, so think about any other actress. Like their quality of acting brings you in. You know, does that? Do you understand what I'm saying? Their, their acting is so good; it bring it sucks you into their character. And I think Brie Lawson didn't suck you in, and that's why you couldn't connect to her. Yeah. I think I, casting I just, is a large part of every movie. Denzel Washington has done some really bad movies that I've been like, you know what? This is not a very good movie, but it, his acting is at least credible. Like, I don't like looking at this and be like, like, and I think, I think if her acting would have been just one step higher, I think it would have pulled you in more. Yeah. I don't want to blame the actress for that. I, I well, just, I kind of think it's a story thing. Um, but, you know, I, I just don't, I'm not holding the actress responsible for that. I really feel like it's a story thing. But, I mean, I, you know, I can't change either of the things. So. Right. And they've already gotten, you know, 40 plus dollars from me because I took all three of my girls with me to see it. So. All right. So, what about. Um, the credit scenes. I mean, if you just show me that first credit scene, I'd be fine. I got everything I need to know from the movie in that first credit scene. She's back. And she wants to know where Fury is. I mean... Which, by the way, I saw an interview with um, Samuel L. Jackson, and apparently they're referring to each other as BFFs. Him and Lee... <laughs> Bree, I mean, Larson... So that's kind of fun to think about the two of them hanging together <clears throat> in real life. I think it's been real. It's going to be real interesting to see the end game movie now because we know she's in it, but all the previews we've seen, you know, preview we've seen have not included her for, you know, for, apparently right. for all the good reasons. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really fun too. like, okay, so how are they going to use her? Um, in this movie. I, of course, enjoyed the fact that Captain America's like, I need to know who's on the other end of that line. Get that thing working again. And they turn around, there she is. Which, to me, maybe indicates that she has some powers that we don't know about. I mean, is she, did, did she teleport in? I mean, how did she get back like that? I feel like there's some good questions to ask and potentially answer for that. 
Um, and well, I think it kind of alluded to it in the movie because she had the you know the light speed engine that was powered by uh-huh, the Tesseract. Uh huh. Which is that her? I mean, yeah, she, she can travel at light speed. Yeah, and that's why I think she can travel it. <laughs> I don't think I think you're reading too much into that. Yeah, I, I think, think she I'm not reading much. I mean, I. I think she could basically travel at light speed. Is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So. But, I mean, maybe she, maybe not quite light speed because obviously it's like some time had passed between him pushing the button and they're repowering it because the battery had died on it. But you know, mm. she's very, you know, she wrapped up her stuff and she got back pretty quick. So, well, it, it, see, I interpreted that as they were like, okay, it just went dark and then, and then she's there. So, like, I don't think that it, it's just like, okay, she showed up and, and turned the beeper off kind of thing. Like, her presence shut the beeper off was kind of how I thought that happened. But, um, for me, when I realized that it was a Tesseract that was doing all of this, it kind of made my brain go haywire because I was sitting there going, like, wait, what? No, that's not right because the Tesseract went down with Captain America and... He told them that they should have left it at the bottom of the ocean, and and then I was like, okay, wait. Stark pulled it up, but when did they pull it up? How long it had it been up? And I, you know, it just I had all this. I was just like, oh my god. You know, and then how does Marvel have an oh? So it really gave me these brain gymnastics that I didn't really feel like doing on a Sunday afternoon, and um. You know, you sent that article out, and I was glad to go back and read it because it was like, oh, okay, now I can see it. But that was another thing I think mm-hmm. that kind of took me out of the story because I was like, no, wait, that's not what happened. I had, well, then how did this tesseract show up? You know, so for me, that just it just sort of confused the issue, maybe unnecessarily at first, and then it kind of got sorted out. But I just. Ugh. Because there's been so many movies, and, and that's why I sent articles, because immediately time I left the theater, I started researching, and I was like, all right, when, well, how did she get the Tesseract? Because you're right, like, because the things haven't been in, like, such a chronological order, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Captain America, and I was like, okay, I know it went down with Captain America, and I know Stark, ha- and then I had to go back and read, oh, well, Stark, you know, Stark found it, and then Stark gave it to her, but, like, it's been so long, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not that smart. I can't keep all that in my head. So. Well, it's just, it's just not even that. It's just that what? it's all these through threads and I, and I, and I admire the way they're kind of bringing them together and like weaving them all together. But at the same time, sometimes it feels almost overwhelming. And that was just one more like thing that you toss at the audience that it, it's just going to take me a minute. It's going to take me a while. Which goose saves the day at the end of Endgame? The cat, which is also... Goose was a nod at um, Top Gun. His his name originally was Chewie. I don't know why they changed that. Maybe the whole Star Wars thing. I don't know. But um, so that was the one thing that they kind of held true with the whole tentacles. (laughs) Like that's... The Flurkins actually do have the tentacles. And they can... um, hold like universes in their mouths and and we saw him he was able to hold the tesseract in his mouth but i mean there's all kind of really cool things that that flurkin could do (laughs) 
including barf up the tesseract on Nick Fury's desk, apparently. That was such a cat, though. It was such a cat move. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Goose will save the day in Endgame. I'm going to say this. I really hope not, just because that would be too much. It's his whole dimensional travel and nested mouth and crazy things that he can do. Who knows? Who knows what now, I also sent a video with the Captain America thing that was apparently released by the producers of Endgame. That was like a tribute to Captain America. Did you guys not see that? What's that now? Say again. So there was so the producers of Captain America uh, of the end of the Avengers thing. They did a like a Captain America tribute video. Oh, that's not uh-huh. great. I oh. had wet eyes at the end of it. Oh. I didn't see that. No, I don't want to see this movie. I don't want to see Endgame. I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to see it. Like I. Yeah. I mean, I get why they're gonna do it. I understand. I still don't want to see it. I don't want to see Captain America die. I don't. I don't. And you know what? If I don't watch it, then he can just live on forever. I don't have to worry about it. And y'all can just record the podcast right. without me. Oh, <laughs> so so Google uh, or YouTube actually Captain America Home. Okay, it will gut you. It gutted me. How's that? Look, I mean, I, I'm just assaulted. I'm assaulted. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? It will help. No, it won't. It'll, it'll just like, make me sad. It's like hospice for your emotions. It'll make me sad. It will make you sad. It made me sad. And I have no reason to make myself sad. I don't it's... like sad. I like happy endings, remember? You mock me for it regularly. I do. I do. But it's such a good... But it's kind of like tasting something and go, wow, this tastes terrible. Right. Here, try it. No. I'm not than... going to. This Wait, stinks. Smell it. No. I'll take this your word cream, for it. The ice cream stinks is a better gig. This ice cream stinks. Smell it, and then you shove it up there. No, it's funny. I'm not going to set out to find a video that's going to make me cry. Why would I do that to myself? Um, I have a I have a friend who says it is great to experience a wide range of your emotions. I I have I have wide ranges of emotions, but my entertainment is entertainment. I, like I said, I like I hey I I, love I have America. plenty of tragedy when I just flip on the news and listen to random talk show host or random news anchor. I have no need to try and make myself unhappy. I just nah, I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Listen, they're not killing Captain America. They're My not killing- Captain America is Chris Evans. So guess what? They're killing Captain America. Killing Chris Evans. So they're killing Captain America. For your for our generation. They kill Han Solo, they go kill Captain America too. So. Well, you know what? You should have been fine with them killing Han Solo. You predicted they were going to do it. And you predicted they were going to kill Luke Skywalker. I, I, I still don't understand why you're so hyped up about it, but. You told me they were going to do it. And I was like, no. And you're like. What I'm saying is they're, they're going to get younger. Because like you said, like what previews, like we go back to all the way back to the beginning. What pre, what were the previews for? Right? Uh, yeah, I previews don't know. for the kids. They're going to go for a younger, you know, 
He's done his six movies. Seven. Seven. So oh. he's done them. But I'm still saying, I'm not going to go try and find home that's going to make me sad. Mm-mm. But it'll make you happy, too. No, it won't. It will. It won't. It's, it's so good. <clears throat> so so good. anyway, so the Flarkin hacks up the Tesseract on Nick uh-huh. Fury's 90s era clunky technology desk. <laughs> there oh, were yeah. so many kicks in the 90s. Yeah, but like... Uh, Alta Vista. Alta Vista. Yes. Loading. Oh, it's loading. <laughs> loading the spinning wheel. Yeah, the, yeah, it's loading. It's like, oh yeah, I remember those days. She's like, what's going on? It's loading. <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. And oh, and it had the dial-up sound the whole nine yards. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just the one computer. It was a desktop too. So there's that. Um. Yeah. See, your daughter gets none of that. And see, she had to find that extremely boring. I don't know, yeah. but she didn't get any of that. Yeah, but, but... the blockbuster it was hilarious because you know, knocked the head off of Arnold Schwarzenegger standee, which was <laughs> funny. <laughs> the movies and yeah. Apparently, there's only one blockbuster left open in the entire world. Apparently, I think it closed. No, there were what? two. I think they're down to one now. Is what I saw. Oh wow. Well, there's yeah. still a there's still a movie rental place. It's in the town where I work. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's like really? family video, yeah. So, um, ultimate reaction. I enjoyed the movie. It was good. It, was, it wasn't the best one, but it wasn't the worst one. I, I will put down Iron Man 2 as being one of the worst ones. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Like I said, I, it took me a while to get over the, um, the, the, you know, breaking away from her original origin story, and you know, I, you know, things like that. But I enjoy the movie. I'll take my kids. My kids will get to see it. Um, it wasn't like you know Aquaman, which they won't get to see because it was so violent. But uh, yeah, they'll get to see it at some point. Yeah, enjoyed it. That fit a nice little piece in the Marvel universe. Yeah, Sally. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. It was it was good Marvel movie, entertaining. It's got a really good soundtrack. Um, I just ultimately don't care about Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, and and you know what? The other thing is that my to be fair, it might partially be a function of me getting really kind of salty about the Marvel. Like, I think I'm, I'm getting tired of Marvel. I'm, I think I'm getting, I'm getting burnt out on it. So 22 movies is too much. It might be for me. Yeah. So that it might be that. And, and you know what? They, they've waited too long. <laughs> they've waited too long to introduce the first female led cast. I think they waited too long for it. So, in my opinion. Melissa? Yeah. Well, um, I think it was action-packed. Loved, um, like I said, the just the powerful superhero thing always gets me excited. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I think there's definitely room for improvement. But, I mean, we have who we have cast in that role now. So, we just got to see what they do with her from here. 
and um, I would recommend it. I'm definitely glad that I went to see it. All the changes aside, you know, yeah. and um, love the nod to the 90s. It was fun. It was a fun movie. I would have to agree with my friend Caleb, who just said, you know, it was fun. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Have we said all we need to say? Yeah, I think I think that's a wrap. All right. We're going to wrap it up. Um, we plan to be back in early April, I think, to discuss our rewatch of attack of the clones is that right yeah yeah no one well, sounds have, super excited i'll say well we also have seen um captain marvel i mean shazam at that point i see because i'm old i say captain marvel well, we have also seen shazam at that time too maybe i do know that fandango has an advanced showing of shazam Right now, like it's this weekend, I think, or next weekend, okay, and it's next it's weekend, the twenty third, and it's like fifteen days early or something. And I was like, eh. but um, there's a daytime show, and I'm taking my kids. Um, um, is, um, is it wait? Is the next is the next podcast the one we do together? Maybe. Well, I don't think we can do it together now, though. I don't have a laptop anymore. I had to get a desktop. Remember. My computer got, well, my youngest daughter broke it. Like, broke it. So, yeah. I don't know how we're going to do it. Maybe we could do it at Melissa's house. We'd have to knock sure. Drax out, though. <laughs> Shh, don't say that too loud. He's actually passed out right now, and I'm so excited. <laughs> my dog is passed out, and I'm so excited. <laughs> you He's need wild. That, you need that T-shirt. <laughs> he is so wild i love him to death but he's a crazy dog yeah i mean we could we could we could podcast all together but potentially at melissa's house yeah let's do it that would be awesome it will be interesting definitely especially especially because that dog is gonna lose his mind <laughs> <laughs> he gets excited when there's people he gets he's gonna uh, lose his mind yeah. He might need to go visit your brother or something. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So I think that's us for today. And um, as always, uh, you can find the podcast on Facebook at Say When Podcast. You can email the podcast at Say When Podcast at gmail.com. Melissa, where can people find you? Uh, Paxi Babe at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And yeah. Frankie? You can find me at Goonyfet, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, and you can find me at Palmetto Blue on Twitter and Instagram. I am more active on Twitter. Okay, so as always, I will sign off telling everyone, may the force be with you. And truth and justice. Always carry a towel. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a good night.